If you like reading things and those things to be interesting, make sure you check out the TTR blog somewhere down below. And while you're at it, follow me on Twitter, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm posting there regularly now. So, yeah, let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Happy Sunday and welcome to episode one of the Tired to Retired podcast, otherwise known as the TTR podcast. Now, if you don't know me, I'm your host, Christian Arazzo, and I am an 18-year-old college student at FAU, and I'm going to be successful. Now, you probably think that's a bold claim, and you have a right to be skeptical, but I'm not, not in the slightest. And for that reason, I want to document my journey, letting the world into the things that I learn and do to be successful along the way. So every Sunday, I'm going to give you the most the most transparent view I can on what it takes to be successful and, you know, what I'm doing. So with that being said, today we're going to be talking about my plan to retire young. And that includes, you know, just the, the business side of things um, on what I want to do. So let's get into it. Now, we all have money problems and we all have ambitions. And you're probably hearing me say I'm going to retire young. And you're like, all right, Christian, good luck. And you're right to feel that way. However, I found that aside from what I've learned through experiences in my life, which is still very in its beginnings because I am 18, I also have found that I'm willing to do things that other people aren't in order to be successful. And more importantly, I'm willing to sacrifice things that other people aren't. Now, this has allowed me to have the confidence and assuredness to craft a sort of action plan, things that... I'm going to follow things that I'm going to do in order to one day be able to say, okay, I can sustain the lifestyle for me of me and my loved ones without having to work. And that's the ultimate goal. So yeah, let's get straight into it. Now, I like to think of my plan as having the five W's and the H. Now, of these, the who, the where, and the when are kind of already known. The who is obviously me. The where is, I don't know, Florida or Connecticut, wherever the hell I am. Um, the fuck, what was it? And the when is obviously young. So for me, it's before 30. And to those of you who are over 30, I don't mean that as a slight. I'm just saying in the context of retiring, under 30 is pretty young. Now, for what I'm going to do, it is going to be making enough money that I can retire. So today we are going to focus on the how and the why. And first of all, let's start with the why. Now, I think the why is very important because that's like the foundation of everything that you're doing. And at the end of the day, to retire young, it means you have to eventually get to a point where you're earning more than enough that you don't have to work to sustain your lifestyle. And that obviously it doesn't come easy and it requires a lot of effort, a lot of uh, self-belief, a lot of perseverance and, you know, discipline. And without a good reason, without a, a, uh, a something that, that, that wakes you up and keeps you committed, you're not going to stick to it. You know, if you're if your reason for retiring young lies, frankly, in like the materialistic things and 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 superficial stuff, then eventually you're going to get to a point where when the meaning for those goes away and you don't have 
that motivation anymore or not even motivation. You don't have the reasoning anymore. So I guess if we get into it, um, maybe we can start talking, you know, getting a little bit more so you can get to know me. Um, my whys have a lot to do with, you know, who I am as a person. And it's really because I'm not really a, you know, car guy or, a, you know, clothes guy. I'm not an anything kind of guy. I'm not very materialistic, but I do have, you know, pretty family oriented values. I think I, um, I care a lot about my current and future family. Um, and it is both of those that are pretty much the catalyst to everything that I want to do. Uh, the first being my current family. Um, I am one of five brothers, um, all of whom are older than me, so I'm the youngest. Um, and they're, you know, most of them are doing pretty well for themselves. Um, but I have one with an intellectual, I have an, one brother who has intellectual disabilities. So, yeah, he can't live on his own. Um, and I know that's a worry for my parents and stuff like that. So that's something that, that, that you know, keeps me going. That's, um, I want to be able to, you know, aid and provide for, you know, his, his structure, his foundation. And the second and probably most glaring uh, reason for why I'm doing all this in my current family is the fact that my parents are going into their 60s and they're still working to survive. You know, they don't have really a retirement plan. They don't have anything really in place. And maybe they don't talk about it, but I can tell that it's a it's an anxiety that lingers and it, and it, and it's festered for a long time and i want to be able to give my mom my my parents a, a home somewhere where i can say look at least this you guys are covered and yeah just just things like that other than my current family um the biggest reason overall as to why i want to retire young and be financially free is because of, you know, my future kids and my wife and my family overall. Growing up, I I I didn't I wasn't in the worst of conditions, but I I wasn't in the best of them either, you know. I've, there's been times, you know, where there's been struggles as as everyone has had, you know. Um I'm not trying to make out my situation to be that much worse than everybody else's. However, I guess I I missed out on some stuff in my childhood just because I kind of had to grow up quickly. I kind of had to, there were, there was problems. There was very real problems that I was exposed to that, you know, kind of made it so that I maybe didn't enjoy as much time with my father as I could have. I, you know, didn't really, couldn't really hang out with my friends as much, things like that. Um, and not to say that I'm not grateful for everything that I've had, but Still, it's something that I don't want for my kids. And for my kids, I am a really, like, family man. Like, growing up, I've actually never really had, like, a passion for um, any career stuff. Like, I've, all around me, my classmates, they were always talking about they want to be doctors. They want to be this, that, architect, whatever. I've never been like that. I, I like soccer, but I'm not going to be a soccer player because I was always too fat for that. Um, and other than that, like, that's it. Like I haven't really had, but the one thing that I would say for my entire life is that I've always loved kids. Um, I've always loved just the idea of it. I, I am very aware that one day I'm going to be the man of my household and I want to be ready. Um, I know mentally it's, I'll probably never be ready until, you know, the moment comes, but 
at least in a uh, material standpoint, I want to be able to provide time, affection, and uh, comfort and security for my kids and my wife and my family. I want to be able to travel with them. I want to not have to worry about money and not, you know, not have to work. Um, not have to work. I only work when I want to. I can dedicate as much time as I want to those babies because I love my I love my kids. So yeah, those are like the two like really like um, big reasons as to uh, why I do what I do. Why I, you know, I don't have the typical college mentality of you know just fuck around and just go party and whatever. So yeah, there those are those are pretty much the 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 whys the why am I doing this why are you doing this Christian why do you want to retire young and now that we're in the middle of things um I just want to be I just want I just hope y'all know that uh forgive my stutters forgive my you know it's like nervous is this nervousness this is you know my first podcast and I know that I'm going to suck and I do suck now but you know I'm going to do it enough so that I don't suck I'm going to do this consistently so. I'm not going anywhere, so every Sunday, you'll see me here. So now that we got the why out of the way, let's talk a little bit more, you know, seriously, materially, like what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it. Well, as I said before, I am going to open my own business, um, and I'm going to build up my brand, uh, the Christian Arazzo, the Tired to Retire brand, whatever it is, to drive organic traffic to that business. But let's get more into it. So... If you asked me how I was going to do it uh, two and a half years ago, I would have said a Facebook ads agency. I had recently been gifted a course by my best friend from Iman Iman Godsey. I was really passionate about it. I told everyone about it. I was like, this is, oh my God, this is what's happening. I'm I'm going to be rich. I'm going to make at least $1,500 a month, yada, yada, yada. If you asked me last year, I would have gone to college, gone to gotten a side job. I would have done a bunch of side hustles. Uh, I would have used that extra income to buy rental properties, build up my real estate and my stock portfolio. And by using that, I would you know leverage more time and be able to generate passive income. And you know, eventually I reach a point where my rental properties pay for my lifestyle and I don't really have to work and then I can focus on um, other work that is more fulfilling for me. If you asked me six months ago, it would have been, which if some of you who are listening to this have been subscribed to the TTR blog, you will know that I've been promoting a uh, course. It was a financial literacy course for college students called Pocket Watching. Um, which if some of you don't know, that is literally just a meme that I, you know, whatever. Um, but point is, uh, I thought that's, that was it. I thought I was going to make uh, a bunch of money with that. I would thought I would then lead into different, um, courses in a different niche, built the course. I made the websites. I, um, paid so much money and put so much time into developing it. And literally, I think a week and a half ago, I decided, no, I don't like it. I read a, a book called $100 Million Offers by Alex Hormozzi, someone who I've been looking up to for a while now. And after reading it, I was kind of mind blown. He made me realize, or the book made me realize that uh, my market was really not profitable. I was dealing with 
a very low margin course due to the price and due to the market that you know college students can't really afford a course for two hundred dollars so i was forced to sell it for 40 but yeah so obviously main takeaway from this my plan to retire young has evolved over time and I think that serves as a lesson and that it will continue to evolve. And that's because the how portion of my plan is going to change due to my circumstances, due to what I learned, due to different things, you know. And that's just the way that life is, you know. Um, Things happen. You go through different experiences and you learn different things. And because of that, you know, you start to act in different ways and there's different ways of thinking. Now, that has happened to me many times over the past two and a half years and if you were to ask me now what my plan was it's sort of a culmination of 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 you know everything from the past two and a half years not only am i building on my stock portfolio i've been investing since i was i think 15 or 16 years old i built up a pretty impressive portfolio for someone my age and pretty much since the day i turned 18 i've been building up my credit in order to put me in a position where i can take out a mortgage for a rental property, my interest is low, and just in general. The main thing that I am on right now is my business. You know, um, I think for the amount of wealth that I want to achieve, the, 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 the flexibility and the freedom that I want for me and my family, it, it isn't really, not to say it's not attainable, but it's the path to it is harder in a traditional, you know, job. And now, let me state this clearly. I fucking hate, like, the most people in the self-help space that they demonize the 9 to 5 and they, oh, you're in the rat race, you're in the rat race, or whatever. But that's not what I'm saying. I just think the un, the uh, not normal amounts of wealth that I plan on achieving aren't going to be achieved by the normal trajectory of things. And for that reason, uh, within the next year, I am going to launch my own service-based business. I still haven't decided whether it's B2B, B2B business, or business to customer, uh, or, or what type of business it is, just because I really want it to work in terms of market. I want it to be well-planned out, and it's something that I am actively researching on. Um, but it, it's going to be a business, and it's going to be a service-based business because fulfillment, customer service, like, dude, that's my thing. I worked in retail for three years, but we'll talk about that. Service-based businesses... Uh, specialize in a market, you can charge high premiums. You And if you are dialed down on a market on a specific type of uh, customer or business, then you can, you know, market more specialty. To break that down a little bit, I mean, I know that most of us, when we think of a business, when we think of something like we are providing a service, instead of a product or a good we want are providing a service, we would think that we want to provide that service, service to as many people as you can. So we want to market it to everyone. We want everyone to, to, to benefit from our services. But that isn't necessarily the 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 way to go because what happens is that you end up being uh, you know a jack of all trades but you're a master of none right and so what happens is that you can't charge really high price for services because let's say I have a Facebook ads agency let's say two and a half years ago my Facebook ads agency and the reason why a lot of people say riches are in the niches is because when you dial down on a market you can specialize in it more and you can sell to that type of customer more and therefore you can charge higher prices. If I'm selling my service to a 
complete audience of not just you know doctors chiropractors dentists but also real estate agents like completely different markets i can't how am i supposed to say that i'm specialized in all of them it's impossible you cannot be specialized in the same things lead generation for doctors and and all this but if i say I am, if uh, this is a Facebook ads agency, I provide services for only real estate agents. What happens is that I can claim my specialization in that field and therefore I can charge higher prices because I'm marketing just to that customer, just to that type of customer. So point is, I'm definitely going to be launching my own business and it is going to be a, a dial down market. I'm going to market based on the outcome. I'm going to pre-sale. I'm going to lower my cost per acquisition as least as possible. Essentially, I'm going to start my own business. Now, aside from that, I'm a true believer that failure is a integral part to any successes. And I think that if you're too afraid to fail, then ultimately you're too afraid to succeed because that's really just a part of it. You know, without my failures of Facebook ads agency or the the course that I was making, I wouldn't be right here filming this podcast. And there's going to be many times that I fail in this podcast or or in in us and they're going to be bring me closer and closer to the goals that I want to achieve. Now, the second piece of this plan involves my brand. And whether that's the Christian Arazo one or the Tired to Retired one, we'll see. But this is something you're witnessing right now. This podcast, the newsletter that I've had for several months, my Twitter presence, my LinkedIn ones that I'm trying to build up, they are all things that I'm doing in order to get people to know who I am. And if you want to call it my social media growth plan, it's a really simple process. And I tweeted this actually uh, the other day, and it's really just a two-step thing. The first step is to add value, to change people's minds, to give them like really good knowledge without the expectation of growth. And the second step is to do it consistently enough so that people catch on. I think the reason why most self-help people in the space aren't really taken seriously and don't make it is because of something that I did for my first couple months in my DTR blog, where a lot of the really good content and like the really valuable shit, like the, the stuff that, you know, is actually worth money, they charge for it and they hold back from telling it in their videos in the hopes of people buying their course and, you know, A lot of people do. However, there are other creators out there where they give away their good content and the knowledge, like things on credit and like business, things like that. And they give it away for free. And it's something that I saw in a tweet a long time ago that it said the best way to grow your brand is to take 99% of your valuable info and to give it away for free. And this is exactly what I want. This podcast, the newsletter, my Twitter, everything, everything in the Tired to Retire brand to be. I want to give you everything that I learned about business, everything that I have learned about investing and credit, everything that was going to be in the pocket watching course, everything. I'm going to give as much of it away for free as I can. And in doing so, hopefully my reputation will increase. Hopefully my social media presence will increase. And we'll see what ventures come from that. Now, I encourage everyone that knows me to start a newsletter, to really just start a podcast. Because I I think there's so much money to be made online 
And if you have thoughts about life, the world, whatever, uh, something specific, why not publicize it? You know, who cares? Who cares if you're doing it to two or three people anyways? And who knows? People may like what you think and eventually build a following. So that's kind of really what I'm thinking. So there you have it. That's my two pieces of the pie in order to retire young. That's more long term. But in the short term, I think it's important that we also consider what I am doing now to make money. Because unlike most of the people in the self-help space that just tell you to quit your job and buy a rental property now, even though if you have no money, what you're day-to-day job is to get to the places where you want to be is also important. And one of the crucial, most important pieces of this is what's called your earning capacity. And it's something that I've been doubling down on for the last couple months. And it's what I'm going to share with you today. So if you don't know what earning capacity is, just think about it. Logically, it is the capacity you have to earn. Now, it's essentially how much people should pay you. And that's really based on your experience, your personality, and lastly, your skills. When I first started my job, I really had no skills other than I worked hard. And that's a very valuable skill, especially as you go higher and higher in the ladder. But that should be kind of the baseline. I'm one that believes that your work ethic is the very baseline and you'll as long as you have that and you should be able to expand and find other things that work for you and other skills now as you get higher you'll start to find depending on who you are skills that you'll get are like communication leadership organization things like that but then as you get higher once you leave the sort of like jobs you get as a teenager like me working at retail, you start getting into more specific skills. You start getting into things like skills having to do with marketing or with creative work or with like accounting. That's what all like really college is about. That's what a degree is about. It is saying, hey, this is my skills. I am skills. I'm skilled in business management. And you know that because I studied it for four years and I paid so much money and I'm in so much debt for that. Now, these skills can not only be attained through college, but just any education in general and experience. And I think those last two are kind of a missing key that I think most people didn't don't realize, mainly because I didn't realize. For most of my life, I, I thought that my education would stop at college and books. But it's also there's also a completely other world out there that's made up of you know experiences that you will make as well as courses online and things like that that you can buy for much cheaper than a college degree that can increase your skills and things that you can put on your resume and eventually increase your earning capacity now your jobs aren't in the retail space but because you have gotten this skill you should be earning much more than that Now, I'm currently unemployed. I'm searching for a job, but the last job I had was as a digital marketing intern at my college. And here, I, it was a pretty cozy job, but I didn't 
take it lightly. I actually took the opportunity and I tried to learn as much as I can. I learned lots of valuable skills in like video editing and SEO on my own for like the course. I learned things about Google ads. And what I've done is that I've been able to put all of those in my resume. I've been able, since I put in the hours of researching and learning these skills and, you know, getting proficient at them, I've been able to put them at my resume and all of a sudden my earning capacity has dramatically increased. Now I'm not in the $15 an hour range. I'm looking more in the 25s to 30s. Aside from that, now that is what I did months ago. What I'm doing now, recently I enrolled and I've been taking the free course that Harvard offers into intro to programming with Python. Now, programming is not something that I thought I would be doing last year because I suck generally with computers. Like, I'm as good as pretty much any Gen Z person. But despite that, I still sought out to increase my earning capacity. And for that reason, I've been taking this course. And at the end of like this eight-week training, I get a certification, something that I can put on my resume and boom. My sort of my earning capacity has now increased to the hundred thousands, to the eighty to hundred thousands. To do this, it's important to remain inquisitive. It's important to keep your positive spirit, like a like a childlike curiosity. That at the end of the day, you know we're all dumb. Think about all the knowledge that there is across the vast universe through all the people and extra terrestrial beings there's so much knowledge out there and the little fraction that you have there's no way that you know everything so it's important to always remember that there's something out there for you to learn and there's a new skill for you to attain and by learning these skills and putting the effort to do these things all of a sudden you'll see that you can earn a lot more and it's through this earning capacity increases that i will be able to fund and help the businesses and everything else that I'm doing, you know, I've made a resume and I've basically been applying like a madman to everywhere that I see on LinkedIn, um, literally to every position. I didn't give a fuck. I literally applied to management positions, things that are way out of my depth, but I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that I will be up for the cause and I will knock it out the ballpark. Obviously, I am, you know, juggling a full-time college schedule, so this isn't something to be taken lightly. But, you know, I'm not I'm not someone that goes out. I have a beautiful girlfriend that we've been together for more than a year, so I obviously don't have reason to be a fucking idiot and get wasted every you know, weekend. And that actually helps me because she's an amazing partner. She keeps me accountable. She is supportive. So I can dedicate more time to things like this. Now, if there's any two things that you want to take away from this podcast episode, it's first is the value in the failures. It's the value in trying things and trying to get good at them, failing at it many times, but over time increasing in it. And the second, almost intertwined with the first, is increase your earning capacity inside and outside of college. Putting dedication and effort into learning skills is an invaluable tool. It's 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 such an indicator to any future employers as well that you will make yourself resourceful and you will not settle for whatever position you're at. You are always seeking to improve. So yeah, um, 
And who knows, you know, my plan to retire young isn't a f- solid, like, characterized plan. It's more of, like, what characteristics or, like, um, what values and, and beliefs I, I, I choose to follow um, and what habits I do more than just, like, the actual plan. Because, you know, at the end of the day, life happens, things change, the plan always changes. Like I said, a year ago, my plan was completely different to where my plan is now. I didn't want any presence on social media. I thought I wasn't good enough for a podcast, but, you know, here I am. <laughs> um, so with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed my plan to retire young. The The only thing I ask, I'm, I, I don't want to be like, once again, I'm not selling you anything. I'm not anything i don't even you know if you don't want to follow me on twitter or whatever like it's cool like i don't care the only thing i ask is if you can please leave a review um if you were entertained if you found this valuable if you want me to talk more just whatever you i want feedback i want to improve if you can leave a review and if you're even more amazing you share it to somebody else so that they can enjoy the episode but yeah this is what it's going to be like every sunday at the end of each podcast, though, I'm going to have a what I did this week section. It's something that I do on the TTR blog, and it's basically where I say what I've done this week in order to put me closer to success, what I've learned. I kind of touched on it before in my plan, but this week I started the coding course. I started this podcast, and I've posted, I started to post on Twitter and LinkedIn, giving out free info. So, yeah. That's really it. I hope you guys all enjoyed. Once again, like I said, if you can, leave a review. And yeah, I'll see you guys in the next one. Stay tuned.